Listeners be advised. The Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask does not Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for you freaky motherfuckers out there, Sebastian's Adams. On today's episode, I tied my hands up, y'all. I tied up my feet, and then shit got kinky. We're talking about kinks today. And joining me, I have Fortis on the line. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing. How about yourself? You know, I'm doing great. We had a wonderful conversation before we came onto the podcast about animals and, you know, all these the sexual energies and shit. So I just want to bring that back up just so that we can have this combo on record. <clears throat> so y'all imagine the scene. All right. Join me. Join us. We were here. We were talking about this. So imagine the scene. You out here with your boo thing. You're loving each other. You kiss. Things are so romantic. And y'all are, you know, you're out in the open somewhere. I don't know, forest, who knows? It's you're in nature, right? They caress you, you caress them, y'all make out, y'all kiss deeply. There's some, you know, foreplay going on, rubbing on some nipples, rubbing in the private areas, clothes are coming off. Now you notice that, you know, y'all about to fuck, because you know, mm. <laughs> you touch some shit. Oh my God. Mm, right there. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I went somewhere. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I I went somewhere in that. Anyways, you know, y'all touching each other, enjoying each other very well. You look over to your left, and you just like, oh, look at that. Mm. There's some buffalo over there. They fucking getting their shit going on, and you just like, oh, okay, buffalo. I see you. You better beat that back out. I don't know how they fuck, honestly. I, I feel like it's like, you know, we came to say doggy style. It's buffalo style. They fucking buffalo yeah. style over there. And then you're just like, oh, you enjoying the time with your partner and you look over to the lake and you see two alligators over there fucking and it's just like, oh, okay. I see you alligators. You continue enjoy the time with your bae. And you look up again, you see two cranes or some shit, some birds over there fucking too. Sexual energy is like lit tonight. And of course, you getting back to your baby because you're not you're not here for these animals. You're here for that dick, that pussy, that ass, whatever it is. You here for that shit right there. And then you look over again, you see Bambi over here fucking too. 
And it's like, why is all these damn animals fucking? What what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Would y'all not leave in that situation? Because like I was telling Fortis before this, like that is signs that a motherfucker is going to get pregnant. Like all of that sexual energy, the universe is saying, we're beaming this shit on you. I don't care if you have a uterus or not, or if you are a being that is incapable of giving birth, you're getting impregnated to fucking night. Would y'all stay? That's all I want to know. 40, 40s, are, are you staying or are you going? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I have to depart. <laughs> exactly i'm not trying to get pregnant no i'm not trying to be that lucky motherfucker just like okay so all y'all who said that man cannot give birth and no no like disrespect to my trans men out here um <clears throat> for cisgender men cannot give birth what the fuck is these hips that i got what the fuck mm-hmm. is this baby in my stomach that i got because i've been out here in this forest with all these damn animals you have Mr. Owl from damn Winnie the Pooh over here fucking somebody. <laughs> All this damn sexual energy, and I ended up pregnant. So what's up? <laughs> Biology be damned. Like, this is, I cannot. I will have to leave. It's too much sexual energy. Like, I, I'm all here for, like, a sex party and all this other stuff. But that level of universal sexual energy, I cannot. I cannot do it. No. That's a sign that says, leave. That's all. Mm-hmm. Like, if you feel as though that you will stay, let me know. Is it because you're trying to get pregnant, or wh- what's up? What's up? <laughs> but we're here to talk about kinks, isn't that right? Correct. Okay, we're talking about kinks today. So to start this conversation, we're going to talk about your BDSM test results. Yikes. Oh my God, why would you send me a text message now knowing that I've been wanting to hear from you all damn weekend? Oh my God. <laughs> okay, y'all, look, I'm going to be real. Before we go into these damn test results, because I, I was not hoping to see this text message this moment. There's someone I'm talking to, and I like this person a lot. A lot. And. I don't be waiting for people to send me a text message. I like usually if someone I'm like, you know, communicating with somebody and they go weeks without texting me, I'm not thinking about, okay, when are they going to text me next? I'm not. I'm living my life, right? But this person, I literally be like, okay. I now that I wake up wondering if they text me, it's like somewhere midway through the day, the thought hits me like, huh, I hope they text me today. <laughs> and now they text while I'm recording and I'm just like oh. I want to respond to you like <sighs> but anyways I want to remove myself from that y'all could judge me and if you're going to judge me judge your mama your daddy your granddaddy your grandmama and your ancestors because they approve anyways <clears throat> your BDSM test results you know you are literally the first person I've met who has a 100% of masochists. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. So you out here getting beat? No. You beat, or is that sadism? I think sadism is when they actually enjoy, I guess, inflicting pain on other people. Like, hold on, let me not lie to you. Hold on, let me check. Make sure, because I always get them Look, too mixed up. Me too. I feel like that's what it's saying. Uh, I feel like masochists love punishment. 
and it's a it's a 100 so sir i need you to explain what's going on here because i'm intrigued so yeah it's a person who oh it's humiliation there we go oh and pain so it's a person who derives sexual gratification from their own pain or humiliation so sir i need to know what's going on I am not going to lie to you. So I am really reflecting on this because I don't know how to explain it. I guess on a psychological level, I would say maybe I have been exposed to things that, you know, maybe sometimes I have been predisposed to situations where I'm sometimes humiliated mm-hmm. and sometimes I feel pain to to where sometimes maybe I try to get gratification out of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only best way I can explain it because I'm not going to lie to you. I guess I don't know whether it's whether or not it's because of my experiences just with not only with just sex life in general, but personal life, like mm-hmm. personal experience dealing with other people. So I do attribute that, those things with maybe that's why I'm the way I am at some sometimes. So but I also I guess I have a thing where I, I always wanted to do that. Now mm-hmm. I haven't I've been involved in that per se. Mm-hmm. But I always fantasize about it. So I know before we even um, got into this, um, you did mention that this is from a year ago. Right. So, um, you know, things do change, most definitely how we express ourselves sexually. So Mm -hmm. a year is literally enough time for you to be a whole new, completely different sexual being. Like you could change in like a month. Look, if you don't understand or if you don't believe, go ahead and order you a copy of the Sexual Exploration Journal. It, you'll learn some shit about yourself. That's all I'm saying. Right. I said I was going to stop doing that, but here I am. But <laughs> anyways, uh, I'm like, it's, it's very intriguing that that is 100% because like all, I will say this, this is you. This is you taking this and you got this. And I get that you don't know exactly how, but it's 100% fam. And that thing has a lot of damn questions yeah i would say this is what i think i think Mm -hmm. because a year ago i was really on the submissive side Mm -hmm. so with that being said i with that i was not in my personal power i didn't feel empowered with being Mm -hmm. on the on the spectrum of maybe being domineering Mm -hmm. i always felt like maybe i should be submissive to find some type of gratification in that just to please other people so in a way it was like people pleasing syndrome because that's how i felt that's how i personally felt because i felt like as long as i'm providing pleasure to other people they would recognize that as some form of good goodness in me Mm. that was that's why i felt like on a psychological level that's what it meant for me so i think yeah that's how i felt so and don't get wrong it's nothing wrong i'm gonna say this to anybody who does who is a masochist on a 100 percent, or even on high on within a 90 percent spectrum or even on an 80 percent there's nothing wrong with that. There is power within right. yourself. Yes. You have the power within yourself to make that decision of whether or not that's something that you want to do or that defines you. But for me, personally speaking, I have learned that I have given my personal power to other people. Hmm. So that's why I felt like maybe that's why I just derived, I get all of those satis- satisfaction from that, if it makes sense. That makes sense. I just know one thing. You spoke to somebody in the audience. I don't know who it is. And, you know, I'm going to take this to church for a second. That person was in pew number three. 
And I need everybody in this church room because we in church now, y'all. And once we in church, you know, I need some amens. I need some hallelujahs. I need some, we're going to clap this shit up. I don't know how long I'm going to be in church, okay? That's a, Look, I don't know how long I'm going to be in this space. But somebody heard that and they felt that. And I need you to turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I give you the power that you always needed. And then also turn to your other neighbor and say, the power that you have is always going to be within you. And that's it. Okay. I think I think we leave in church now. Grasp your power, grasp your strength, and just be happy and be free. But I get that. I truly do get that. So even on top of that, because you know, um, you know, knowing the difference between sadists and masochists, your sadist is 96%. So do do you think that is part of the reason why it was up that high of wanting to have that validation um, by people pleasing so that you will be willing to take that physical or emotional abuse uh, in this? I, and I say this in like, you know, the sexual terms of the abuse, mm -hmm. like, are you were you willing to take those forms of the abuse just so that these individuals you're able to please them versus those acts truly having uh, a sexual gratification for yourself. Yes. That, and that is why I was being, being honest, quite frankly, that is one of the reasons why. And that's why I had to do a lot of deep introspection because that's why I would say like, it's been tough. Mm. So that's why I would say that that's why I said from earlier, I think on a psychological level, even on a mental and Dang, my bad. You good, you good. It's just been a tough situation to where I guess I have really got let people get the best of me. Mm -hmm. And I'm just now coming to realizing that I don't have to really satisfy anyone else but myself. Mm. And so with the sadism part, I think because I know that means you get pleasure out of inflicting pain onto other people. Mm -hmm. I think with why the reason why it's probably a little slightly lower, but also high. It's simply because maybe I just wanted to return that back to them. Mm. I wanted to make them feel good about themselves to the point where they be on that high. They they have that high on them, like they got the best of me. But also, I want them also to realize this too. I also can do the same thing to you. Mm. Just wisely. Which is interesting because, you know, that 100% uh, switch is up there too. I guess I have a I have a contradicting nature, so I guess it just depends. So. Look, that's that that's I would say that's the greatest thing about being a switch is that yeah. you you can be domineering and you can also be submissive. You can give and take. You can you can take on multiple roles and still be comfortable in whichever role that you're you're in. Now, do mm -hmm. you think um that you are still one hundred percent a degrade or do you think that you're probably lower compared to where you were last year? I would say probably a little lower, a little lower than, than late last year, simply because I guess ever since I've been doing some deep evaluation with myself, I realized that I just don't have to tolerate people bull crap, but basically mm. <laughs> that's one thing. Oh, amen. <laughs> so I think that's one of the reasons why I was like, <laughs> so I really don't have to put up with this, really. You know, let's talk about that for a second. Because, mm -hmm. like, I, I I get that people 
um, they get comfortable in their own abuse. Uh, and uh, and I'm not talking about like the physical and uh, you know like abusive relationships and whatnot, because uh, that's a whole nother thing that people have to work through. And the conversation I'm talking about right now is a lot less severe than that. But people get very comfortable with other people using them um, for, let's say, like their financial um, desires or to talk to them all kinds of the way most definitely when it comes to like professional environments and whatnot that people just be like okay this is just how this person is rather than standing up like look you're not going to talk to me like this talk to your mama that way talk to your daddy that way talk to your own fucking grandma that way but you ain't going to talk to me that way mm-hmm. so do or you say that you are now in that space where you just don't allow those things to happen anymore that you'll rather just deal with the conflict when the conflict arise rather than just push it off and uh, ignore it and hope it doesn't come up again. The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. Anymore that you'll rather just deal with the conflict when the conflict arise rather than just push it off and uh, ignore it and hope it doesn't come up again. Well, see, that's the problem. That's part of the reason why I would say that with those results, it was high simply because I was that person that actually pushed a lot of things off. Mm-hmm. I would be that person who would shove things in the closet. And basically when the time comes and it just, everything fall on to me, it just get it is terrible. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the many reasons I would say, yeah, I would just be that person that just rather just establish boundaries at this point mm-hmm. and just tell it how it is. So what things did you do personally to get mm-hmm. to the point where you will establish these boundaries and vocalize and speak up for yourself and just not accept less than you feel as though you deserve for yourself? Well, for one thing, I would say this. I'm a person, I have realized one of my um shortcomings, well, one of my challenges is that I take everything personal. Mm. So whenever you take things personal, you way too attached to that situation or to that person. So the best thing that is best to do is to evaluate that situation. You have to evaluate based on, go based on what is that person bringing into your life? Is it beneficial mm. or is it non-beneficial? That's one thing. So if you if it comes to be where it's non, most most of the things are non-beneficial, I just try my best to detach myself by disassociating with that person. I don't, but it's of course it's still hard. But I would say this: you have to have good the ability to have positive self-talk. Mm. that's for one you have to be your own number one fan i always told myself that be your number one advocate because at the end of the day god made you Mm. 
So that's why I would say be on them with advocate, be able to evaluate, use good judgment. Sometimes the truth hurts. The truth hurts because it takes both parties to uh, really take account of what's of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But also, I would say this too. Okay, what was the question? No, it's just um, like how did you bring yourself to the place that you are now in terms of oh yeah advocating for yourself? And my thought, my thoughts are running too fast. My bad. You good? You good. Do you sp- speak your truth? Yes. So basically, I would also say this. I also I would have moments where I cry mm. because I always been that person who's very emotional, but oftentimes I did not allow myself to be as vulnerable as I have been within the last few months. Mm. So it's always good to cry. Crying is a lot a form of detox and cleansing your mind, body, and soul. Because mm. our, a lot of people don't realize this. Trauma has a way of being suppressed and repressed within the body. Sometimes some people are conscious of it. Sometimes you can be unconscious of those traumas. So it's always best to kind of take that initiative and actually evaluate what's best for you, even if it requires hurting people's feelings, because you're going to have to hurt some feelings in order to find peace. Because mm-hmm. I realized that another way that had helped me a lot is that I had to t- accept that you have to be able to accept the reality of what it is. A lot of people have a thing where they be a disillusioned by based on what they would want, what they desire. They go based on what's their dream, but not with the reality. So that's another mm. thing. You got to get a reality check. That's another thing. You have to accept that, for one, that person will always be who they are. So you have to be able to accept that. And once you be able to accept them for who they are and really accept yourself and accept the responsibility of what you have brought into that relationship, then you'll be able to move forward. Mm. I thought we left church. Can I get an amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Jeez. Mm, who said that you're going to preach today, Lord? Who who the one said that you was going to preach today in this kink episode? I was not ready for that. I was not. He put some stank on that, y'all. Oh, my God. It's smelly up in here. Mm, Can I get some air freshener? Who? Okay. So... The thing I do want to dive into is just the concept of, you know, accepting reality and accepting truth, because um, uh, so many people run away from their own reality. I, I do hate to see it for a lot of people because they don't see that, okay, this pattern that I'm going on on repetitive, like just constantly doing the same thing and thinking of a different result is going to happen is not going to change if you continue to do the exact same thing the same result is going to come out regardless until you realize that you do need to make a difference that you do need to change something up that you shake some fucking tables if you see that these individuals are not adding any value to your life that they're draining you find a way to let them go Find a way to change things so that you can conserve your own power so that you don't have to waste it on people who are never going to put anything back into you. And I think so many people are afraid of doing what they need to do for themselves is because they fear that when they do make that choice to fight for themselves uh, and put themselves first, that they're going to end up being alone. And yes, there's, there is a possibility of being depressed while alone. Loneliness is definitely hard. 
But um, there's also peace that you can find in being alone too. And it's just maneuvering your life in such a way that you find the peace in uh, loneliness versus the depression of loneliness. Uh, uh, well, sorry, of being alone. Like people really do have to figure out what is it that's going to keep me sane? What is it that brings me happiness? And how do I secure and sustain that happiness without any other individual being there? And then build from that. Like who adds on to this sense of happiness that I already have for myself? Who is going to pour back into me? Who's going to love me the way I need to be loved? Who's going to support me uh, when I know I cannot support myself? Who's going to be there to be in my corner to tell me that I can stick up and win this fight when I fell down 18 times. Who are mm -hmm. those people? Find those people and love those people and love yourself. And that's the truth right there. Mm -hmm. um, now, <clears throat> to get back into the kink discussion, because we, mm -hmm. we, we, I, I, <laughs> I remember we, did talk about some interesting things uh, when we were um, drafting up this episode, and I'm going to try to bring all those in this. Okay. Um, the first thing is, what what was your first exposure to kink life? My first exposure, talking about my actual like in my actual sex life. Mm -hmm. Um, dang, that's a good question. So, oh. I'm gonna be kind of I'm gonna be kind of honest with you. So, really and truly speaking, I have yet to meet someone who has a freak like a freak level, like a real good freak level for me to um deal with. Mm -hmm. Because I will say this, I had had interactions with people that have expressed certain kink and fetishes, but I never actually engaged with them because those kinks and fetishes did not they differ from mine. They were really different. They was on a whole different spectrum. Mm. But my first exposure, ugh, I don't know. I I don't know. I can only tell I'm be honest with you, like really and true, as I'm thinking about it, I have not really met anybody who was really willing to try the um kinks that I was interested in, really and truly speaking. That's the sad part. Mm. And also, like, yes, I did have sex with some of these guys, but some of these guys were not willing as much as I was willing as I was willing to really, you know, bring bring them comfort in doing what they want. So really, I cannot give you the exact answer. The only thing I can tell you is that the guys I've interacted with on the Internet, there are some guys that love being physically abusive. Mm. And so they were very degrading. Now, I will tell you this. While, yes, I am that person that is a masochist. Apparently, like, it was 100% with masochists. But with that, in regards to that, that person right there was just angry with themselves to the point where they didn't want no kind of sexual gratification. I just think they just wanted to abuse their power in general. Mm. So I really did not trust them. They had a very, they had a very negative vibe to them, some negative energy associated with them. So I think with that being said, that's why I never got involved with them. The other person was someone who really was involved in bestiality, and I really did not associate with them either. So I, those are the exposures, only exposures I have had. Also, I did, of course, I did meet someone who was interested in bottoms who were loose, and they were just, they just didn't clean up after themselves. Basically, they were into scat. They were into scat play. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I, those. 
it's so many creepy people out here. <laughs> like uh most definitely the ones who uh, prey on animals and uh, i will forever shame that behavior because one an animal cannot provide consent they do not speak mm. the same language that we do um uh, yeah that's that's not consensual stop fucking animals people stop right um but yeah the the persons who just want to abuse people so that they feel powerful in that moment Go to therapy. <laughs> oh yeah, they like, had a real, they had a real bad problem. I will also say that this particular individual was married. They was they were in an open relationship. It was mm -hmm. highly dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. So I think they were really seeking a way to really express their anger towards someone else. Mm -hmm. And I'm be quite honest with you, with between those two people, because I did talk to both of them at some point. And I have learned that this particular individual was just jealous heart of that other, of their spouse. Mm. So the other spouse get more attention in general from other people because I think they're on the same, they have the they're on the same um on grinder. That's the crazy grinder. part. Yeah, always grinder, I know, right? That's <laughs> So that's why I would say just be careful because some of these people they don't they don't be they be out here just to I guess it's take their anger just ugh, I don't know what to say. Yeah, like that's one of the things that I keep in the, the back of my head when it comes to like meeting up with people. Like I had a recent um almost hookup. It didn't I canceled that and I was like, it's time for you to go situations. Mm -hmm. Um like there was this person who they wanted to hook up. I was like, okay, I'm down. What's up? Let's go ahead and do this. Uh and you know, uh, I was supposed to be going to their place. Like, this was already like a red flag. I should have just gone home and just was like, you know, fuck it. But, you know, horniness is a drug. And mm -hmm. again, that is going to be a whole topic, people. So y'all better look out for it. So be ready. Uh, but, you know, I'm like, whatever. They uh, say that they can host. I was going to go to their place or whatever. Get there. They're talking about, oh, no, I, they no longer go host because they're uh, for, uh, like, they didn't really give a reason. So I was mm -hmm. like, okay, well, whatever. They told me that they have, you know, they have mobility that they can come to my place beforehand. I was like, okay, well, you know, you could just come to my place, even though I'm ha like here now. And um, there's like, well, can you just, you know, pick me up and we go back to your place? I'm like, but you said you have a vehicle, but whatever. Uh -huh. I was like, might as well. I'm already here. They took forever. Um, we finally get back to my place and um like we're, it's like i don't know what the, they had to like go to the bathroom they probably did some kind of drugs in my bathroom i don't know um, <laughs> it's a lot y'all it's a lot again horniness no, is a drug okay look i did not know i had a trap house until then but like <laughs> um, so they um get out they're like okay they um uh, ready to hook up and i'm like okay so what all are you into and they uh they asked me i'm like i'm pretty open but a lot of that depends on the chemistry i have with the person right so um and i asked them they were like oh i like people being blindfolded blah blah and i was like oh you want to be blindfolded uh i guess i i can like get something that you can wrap around your head I don't know. And I was like, no, they want me to be blindfolded. I was like, fam, no. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that ended up like 
causing them to be a little bit more aggressive. Like I lied to them about what I was into. And I was like, no, there's no lies here. I told you, like, I'm very open, but it depends on chemistry. And then, um, you know, after a while, I was just like, you know what? Just go ahead, get your shit. It's time to go. And that's how that ended. And I'm like, when it comes to engaging with other people, just be open to the idea that there is a level of comfort that people have to be at before they engage in certain things. And if, if that level of engagement has not been met be okay with it if you still want to uh, you know have sex with the person have sex with the person if you don't want to have sex with the person then don't have sex with the person but if you expect everybody to automatically be on the level that you want them to be on then that lessens the amount of uh, experiences that you can have like Engaging in kink life or engaging in different sexual acts with different people, it is a buildup. It is a conversation. It is things that you really do have to communicate on, about on either uh, at least a surface level way or even in an in, in-depth way. You cannot just assume, oh, I'm into this. Everybody else is going to be into this regardless because we're meeting up. Hell no. I'm not mm-hmm. coming over here for you to abuse me because you're angry at your husband for being more hot than you. Uh that's not why i'm over here i'm here to experience a fun engaging threesome where all of us feel secure all of us feel safe and all of us are enjoying this now if there's build up to a point where i'm okay with taking out um taking on some of your aggression then cool it's been some build up but you automatically think you're gonna punch me motherfucker hell no like Mm -mm. do better people right Mm mm-hmm um now something that did come up i don't remember exactly how this conversation happened but we were talking about people who have sex with decomposing bodies oh necrophilia necrophilia how the hell did that conversation come up i don't know i think we were just talking about like the very i'm not trying to be mean to anybody who may be listening but and we were just talking about the deviants, like sexual, different types of mm. sexual deviances in general. And so I do know that possibly what why it came up. Because if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure when we first had this conversation, I think I remember I had a conversation with my coworker, with someone else. Someone else sent, sent me some type of um link where I didn't watch the video. I think it was more like a screenshot. Mm. No, this is what it was. It was on Tumblr. Mm. So apparently on Tumblr, they were posting about there was unfortunately a girl had got was murdered. She was more murdered by two men. I think she was Hispanic. Mm. But what was disturbing based on the detail that they were providing, it was originally posted on Twitter. And from my understanding, I think these people had killed her and I think they were having sex with her afterwards. Mm. And I think that was one of the things that bothered me because it was like, you're desecrating uh, someone's remains. You're di- being disrespectful. And I was like, I don't know. I just felt uncomfortable with that. Mm, yeah, that that's ringing the bell. That is definitely ringing the bell because I feel like I said that. Yeah, I did say a corpse cannot provide consent to anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that is very, very, very disgusting. And I, I think a part of our discussion was that there are some people who actually put that in their will too that you know a person 
like I think they loan their body out after death for other people to have sex huh? with. Uh, no, you know what? I that might not. That might not have been that conversation. I did not know that. Oh, that, that's also very disturbing. Um, but like the this is why there's like I definitely agree that you should not shame other people's kinks but we also mm -hmm. have to recognize some things are just not kinks some uh -uh. things are just i will say not necessarily toxic but uh unhealthy sexual behaviors um that needs to be diagnosed like to mm -hmm. want to have sex with corpses is one of those things that someone definitely needs therapy about and need to figure out why the hell do they want to have sex with corpses and most definitely if that involves them actively murdering somebody to rape their bodies like that's that's deviancy that is not kink that is murder that is desecration of a, a person's corpse that is uh i think the word is sacrilegious i forget but like yeah all of those things like it's hella disrespectful <laughs> to do some shit like that because honestly it kind of reminds me of this situation with it's not exactly but it reminds me of sarah bart of bartman or whatever i think her name was sarah bartman she was the high and top venus i think back in the eight seventeen hundreds. i think it was it was a woman she was there this is where i think we were talking about fetishization on um, i think that's another topic mm. so Basically, with this woman, unfortunately, she was enslaved and she was from, I think they took her from Africa. Mm. And basically, you know, she was recognized for her physique. She had a voluptuous figure and she looked at real, she was like a very well, like well put together. I guess, how can I say it? Because I'm trying to be respectful with it, but mm. she was like, she really had a voluptuous figure. And of course, People from the, you know, from the European, from Europe, from the Europe country, European countries, they were basically obsessed over that. They really thought that was something that was very intriguing to the point where they treated her as an exhibit. Mm -hmm. So much so that even after her, I think throughout her days of living, I think she lived until the age of 26. Unfortunately for her, I think she may have contracted STI. She had a lot of things going on with her. But when she passed away, I think they had desecrated her body. I think what happened was they actually, when they first um did that post, I think autopsy, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. one of the people actually kind of, I think, cut her labia off or something like that, her vagina, literally, mm -hmm. and placed it in a jar. Yes, so to preserve it, yes. They were that obsessed with her. And it was very sad and sad to say because I think there she did experience some type of sexual abuse because, like I said before, they took her out of her home country, which was Africa, and I think they were she was sexually exploited. So I think that yeah, you have to look it up because I think you might know who who I'm talking about, but mm -hmm. I think they call it Sarah Bartman. Yeah, that um, uh, I I know exactly what you're talking about, and uh, I know uh we do have I feel like we are going to talk about that yes yeah, sarah bartman and yeah we are definitely talking about that one because uh, we have an episode for like fetishes that we do mm -hmm. need to, uh that we're going to um, you know I, let me move this up so i can make sure that's uh next time we meet that will be one of the topics of discussion um so yeah, we can get that episode out a lot sooner mm -hmm. um but yeah 
because uh, that is the one of the reasons why uh, a lot of African women in general um, were characterized for having big butts and all of that and mm -hmm. how that fetishization about the African woman in uh, um, their physiques um, became very, very uh, over sexualized. Um, mm -hmm. And I think there was even um, they like after her death, they like toured her body through yes, different did. European countries too so yeah we we would definitely do a deeper dive into that conversation mm -hmm. coming soon but yeah disgusting is very 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 disgusting and for any person who just learned this tidbit of information about white people uh, in the u.s as well as you just uh, well might as well say across the globe <laughs> europeans mm -hmm. there's some little bit of enlightenment for you um, this shit happens. This uh, this stuff happened to a lot of enslaved people, um, and on, on some level, these things do happen to people today. Uh, most of when we think about human trafficking, um, mm -hmm. it's very very prominent to this day. So, yeah, it's extremely disturbing. Um, but just to shift the mood a little bit, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, everybody, that conversation is still going to happen. If, you, if you're not able to handle that conversation when that episode does air, of course, you can always go to any other episode that we have, um, or you can just sit and listen. Uh, if you ever need those, any kind of resources that, to, you know, help you process anything that you heard today or uh, in the future, it's the message at the beginning of the episodes about those resources. They are going to be in the show notes, regardless of where you're listening to this podcast. It can be on YouTube. It can be somewhere else like Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, what else? Uh, Google um, Podcasts. All the podcasts and apps. The show notes is going to have those resources for you. If you have any kind of emotional or traumatic response to anything that you've heard. So just know, I think about you all first. Um, but to change it up, um, one of the things that we uh, were talking about, uh, in addition to those creeps out here in the world, is just, well, I would say in exclusion of those, is just how people do express themselves in a very diverse way when it comes to their sexuality. Like even when it comes to BDSM or even those subsects of the kinks, like even with your 100% um, that you yourself will actually express yourself in a, a different kind of way than somebody else. Like um, when it comes to like, I, I saw that you were non-monogamous. That I think it was around 86%. Let me double check. Um, it is actually 90% um, non-monogamous. Your version of non-monogamy doesn't match, was no guarantee that it matches mine. But uh, what are some things that you've noticed over the years of how people express themselves differently when it comes to their sexuality compared to yourself? Um, I noticed that with some people, some people talking about with non non monogamy, like, no, just monogamy, in general. Just, 
some people in general, they just have a different way of doing things. Like some people, they would just express it by simply, I know there's one person, they just simply express it by just talking. There are some people who get off of just talking about it. They just, they can just come, just come based on just talking about it. So it's not even actually engaging in that activity. Mm-hmm. So I have met people like that. There are some people who oftentimes maybe just, just, I don't know. It's dang. Let's see. It's so, so much variety. <laughs> so much variety. That's why I really cannot say because there are some people who are very, they get off on talking. There are some people who just like reading books. They get off on that. Mm. There are some people who just can simply just watch other people. I have met I have met a person that actually was willing to watch me have sex with somebody. Mm. I think you call them. I don't know what you should call them, but oh, they just yeah they just like they they just get off of that. I was like, oh okay. <laughs> so they don't want to be involved in the sexual activity itself, but they're willing to watch mm. that person engage in sex with another person. So I'm not sure that's like free porn for them. There's nothing wrong for that with that because you know sometimes porn is high. Sometimes those um, only fan subscriptions can be a little pricey. Mm. So I guess you know if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. So I have met people who were into that. Actually, matter of fact, I'm gonna be honest with you, I met three people who were into that. So it was interesting. You know, I'm glad that you mentioned those prices for the OnlyFans because I like um they are extremely high. I'm like, if I find like I have multiple people at least on my free Twitter that I do follow and I do enjoy their content but I'm like if I were to follow all of you I won't have money for food like I I like to eat okay like I'm not going to be spending a hundred dollars a month uh or even two hundred dollars a month to follow all of you like i'm mm-hmm. possibly a favorite i will follow but even that their price is at like fifteen dollars i'm like i i'm not trying can i sacrifice the 15 yes do i want to no if it was mm-hmm. 4.99 hell yeah I, let me go ahead and sign up today i i want to support your content but yeah these prices they be Mm-mm. I cannot be a fan of 85 different people unless you're going to have some free subscriptions and I could just purchase one video. Mm-hmm. Like you can advertise that video with free clips on Twitter. And if I enjoy that video, I will I am willing to pay the money for that full length video so long as it's 25 minutes or longer. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm going to buy quality, bitch. I'm not yeah. going to just spend on a five minute video bitch who not I Um, (laughs) um, something that really crossed my mind because we were talking about how some people get off on doing this like you know reading books talking and all that do you feel as though some people get off on just lying to other people and the reason I ask this is because there are so many fucking people who just lie unprovoked like you can ask them, hey, what's what's color the sky today? And they'd be like, oh, it's green. The fuck you mean is green? You could have said it's a sky blue. It's a little dark blue today. It's black as fuck. Like, you could have said all these things. But green? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, I do think, I, I believe in that, yeah. I believe in that. Like, it has to be. Like, as many flakes that I've I've been exposed to on these damn apps that I'm just like why even hit me up if you're not if you have no intentions of meeting up like why are we here 
Now, I will also be honest with you. I was one of those people who would lie to them people just because I knew they were lying, so I would play along with them. <laughs> but I will, I would like to support that out. I'm done. Well, how the hell? Teach me how to pick up on. Well, actually, I'll be getting into their lies. Like, literally, there was somebody who um, hit me up the other day, uh, and I'm not. I'm, I'm already not a new sending motherfucker. Like, right. So if if you're asking for a new, there needs to be a face picture here before I even expose what the hell this this God built body looks like. Um, so this person, they you know hit me up talking about oh I want to see you blah 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 blah. I'm like, do you really? Um, and they ask for news. I'm like, I'm not sending a nude if you don't send me a face picture. They send something. It's a very, very dark picture and whatnot. I can't really make out the nose from the eyes, the eyes from the lips. I'm just like, what the hell is this figure? And all I could tell is this person had a hat on and they had dreads. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, I'm not sending you a nude. <laughs> and I was like, well, do you say, I said, if you send me a face picture, I will do that. But I don't see a face. There's nothing but darkness here. So right. I literally took one of my nudes, went into um, the little photo editing software on my phone. I darkened that shit out. I changed the color, all the gradients and all this other shit. So it looked like a damn blur, a shiny looking blur. You couldn't tell if it was an ass pick from a face pick. It was just that dark. And I said, nice. to him, and he's like, oh, I was like, that's essentially what you just sent me when you sent me that damn <laughs> face pick. So if you can't send anything with quality, you ain't getting quality back. Right. And then it was like, well, I still want to meet up, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, uh, let's see let's see maybe i don't know and then they had the nerve to send some dick pics right and when i tell you this is a 4k ass motherfucking dick pic like it's so clear that you you feel I, I, like you had to have had the best of cameras that day you paid for quality is this an iphone quality picture is this that samsung galaxy type picture you paid money for the clarity that you have in this damn dick pic but you right. can't do that with the face pic. It literally, I was like, so why why is it that you saying that your your camera on your phone broke uh, when uh, you was like, oh, I can't, you know, send pictures and shit like this. Oh, oh, now when I'm asking about this dick pic, so why 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 don't you have any face pic that's just as clear as these dick pics? Well, you know, these are what's saved on my phone. Okay, so why is there no other clearer pictures on your phone which happens to you say is cracked and all this other shit so it's not making sense to me it's giving flake it's giving fake it's giving you're wasting my time <laughs> uh -huh. like i don't get it i just don't get it like i i swear it has to be a kink it has to be because it's so many people who just lie for what reason oh yeah they i believe that too it's like, dude. I, think, mm -hmm. I just think some people, I think they just like the idea of just, I guess, saying it just to get that person's attention. Because also, this is what I know is with some people that I have spoke with in the past. Mm -hmm. I think that for them, it's a, it's some type of ego boost for them. Mm -hmm. As long as they can um get that person's attention based on what that person likes, that's good enough for them. That's good enough to let them know, like, hey, these people are paying attention to me, so I'm gonna let them know that. Oh yeah, I'm. I like everything that you like, and we're gonna meet up. But then on 
But on the real though, they're not gonna do that. They're just doing that just to boost their ego, just to make fulfill their own means of like saying, "Oh, this person like me. Oh, I ain't got to meet up with them because they feel that good about themselves." So that's how some people are. Then you got some people just lie to lie because they just <laughs> ain't got nothing else to do. But there are some people who get gratification out of just feeling like, "Oh, this person wants me." So then they want to leave people on red. So that's why they just do that, just because like, "Oh, I don't have to deal with you," because you make it too exactly. easy. Like, I, I think, like, for these people who just want the attention, just know, motherfuckers out here got ADHD. I'm one of, I'm one of motherfuckers. My attention spans mm-hmm. just told me to go to the next, and I'm good. Like, I, I think that's, like, with apps like Tinder and whatnot, how you can have so many people on there swiping and everything, and then you mm-hmm. match and you try to connect with them. There's no response, or even they match with you and they don't message you first, or whatever the case is. And I'm just like, why are you here? And like you said, they just want that attention. Like these people mm-hmm. who, like I've seen so many people who have like 100 plus unread text messages, and I'm like, why? Oh. Like that's way too many text messages like that makes me not want to text you like because i know if there's an emergency or some shit like that you're not someone i could depend on because you got all this shit (laughs) like why is it that you have so many people messaging you and you don't get back to them i guarantee that's very concerning yeah i guarantee they'll be the type of person that screenshot and send to somebody say oh hey look Look at how many DMs I got. Exactly. <laughs> I exactly. Like, why? Like, I don't mind. Like, whenever somebody messages me, I don't mind having a conversation with them. If I'm not interested in them in any kind of way, I tell them that it's fine, whatever. But I'm not going to take the time or even um, waste other people's time in such a way that they are either consistently messaging me because the thing the thing is people Mm -hmm. who like either leave somebody on red or something like that the person who's on the other end does not know what the fuck is really going on like those people who just like take the hint what fucking hint like there's no clues that you left to indicate what's going on because there's so much shit that happens on the other end of the phone this person could have been driving forgot to respond is that the hint that i'm supposed to be taking or is it, are you saying that you're not interested? Are you saying that, or did you just, you know, read the message and you forgot and you weren't driving? Did something else come up? What happened on this other end of this phone that I'm supposed to be catching the hint about? I have no clues. This is, look, you're telling me, oh, I have to solve Blue's clues and Blue didn't leave a fucking mark. <laughs> Blue has been out of the house for like 18 days and you're saying I need to solve Blue's Clues. I need to go find where the fuck Blue went went to. Because why the fuck is Blue's Clues missing? (laughs) (laughs) And you talking about take the fucking hit. My dog is gone, motherfucker. Did you, it's the hit that you stole Blue? (laughs) (laughs) Now let me call the damn um, the the popo so we can get Blue Black Mm -hmm. back. Like, that shit like that it's just it's ridiculous it's i, I don't i don't get why it's it's very lame it's very weird mm-hmm. like just don't just don't put yourself in these situations or don't swipe right on people that you're not interested in don't build up the expectation that you have that people can possibly connect to you or get to know you 
and you're just here just for the attention. Like that's unfair to that other person, regardless of who they are. It is. <sighs> okay, I need to get off this damn soapbox. But um let's go over to uh would you like to do a would you rather? I would like to do that, yes. Okay, so here we go. Would you rather sleep with the movie or music star of your choice or have sex with any sports star or athlete? Mm, I would rather do it, probably do it with a star. The sports star or the music star? Movie, movie star. Mm, which one? Oh, dang it. I can't think. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. I ain't know it had to be that specific. Oh, let me do no, that. You good. You good. If you don't have nobody, that's fine. For me, this is one of those questions I just have to say both of them mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm a hoe and I accept that about myself. Uh, actually, it's not even both of them because there's oars in this. So that means a movie star and a music star and a sports star, which I don't know the difference between the sports star and an athlete. So right. that's the thing that's very confusing. But and an athlete, like I'm here for all four, whatever a sports star is. Um, <laughs> like I guess I'm I'm guessing they're separating like uh, like people who play chess uh, for the sport and don't consider them as athletes. So if that's what they're doing here, I get it. But still, I will fuck the hell out of, of a chess player. What's up? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> apparently, you smart. You probably could solve your way out of a lot of things, but can you solve yourself with this equation that is my body? The fuck? Exactly. What's up? Come on. <laughs> Strategize exactly. with me, baby. Okay. I'm too much of a hoe, and I'm working on this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I need to, like, get this hoe energy out of my system before I text this man back. Um, but anyways, do, do you have a specific person, or are we just going to go to something else now? Less because I can't think of anybody. I'm trying to really think because uh because oh, I had did. so many sexual fantasies by different celebrities, but it's like it's hard to pick one because I I would say this maybe I would be on that category where I just want to like I'm a I'm a person at a candy shop. I want to try everything. I want to try oh, different lighting. Cool. If I'm in the area and the celebrities are throwing it, I'm here to catch. Right. That's all I'm saying. Like. <laughs> what are we doing here i'm here to fuck are you mm-hmm. like are we in uh, are we at the same sex club are we here at the same sex party like we are going to be fucking how are you does that mean Ooh. i'm going to be fucking all of them hell no but am i going to be fucking the ones that i, I want to fuck hell yes oh i rather have sex with a politician actually mm. <laughs> oh my god go away but <laughs> you, you know what? I will do it if if fucking them means that we can get some actual good legislation, including reparations in free health. Exactly. And free education. Like that's what that, I was thinking because I was like, mm, a politician may be a better um better fit. I don't look, know. All right, hoes unite. Hoes motherfucking <laughs> unite. We need to get some stuff together. We need to build a coalition of holiness. All right. Listen up. It's going to be called the C O H Coalition of Holiness. Okay, yes. Uh-huh. C O H is going to be called the cuh, okay? Cuh, cuh. Cause you cut on the dick. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but look 
we're going to build this coalition so we can go to these politicians and fuck these politicians in a consensual way, right? Mm-hmm. And the cost of our bodies, be it your asshole, your pussy, your dick, whatever it is, is these votes in the House and as well as in the Senate. If you need to blackmail a motherfucker, I'm joking. We're not black. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. If you need to secure the bag, however you need to secure the bag, I'm not judging. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about because I did not endorse anything of that nature of what you're saying that you did in order to get what you needed to do or what to get. It is what it is. I support that. But I did, I did not tell you to do it. Therefore, I do not support it, but I support it. Okay, you, you get what I'm saying. But <laughs> we we got this coalition now, and we need to get some laws changed. So let's get this together. That does not mean we're gonna have all these non-consensual motherfuckers out here ruining our names. Cause fuck them, not literally, but fuck them. We're here to fuck the politicians for a better tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. We still in church today. All right. Next, would you rather? Would you rather be with a lover who would try anything you could wait? Okay. Would you rather be be with a lover who would try anything you could ever want in bed, but is bad at sex, or have a lover who is great at sex but extremely limited in what they would do? I would have. I would rather go with a person that's bad at sex. Really? Oh yes. Divulge your reasons. I'm here. I'm listening. I'm intrigued. I mean, the thing about it is, everyone's a beginner at everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, so you got to take time in doing that because, for one, everybody's not perfect at what they're doing. But you know, you can always, you know, can improve your craft over time. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're a good teacher, there shouldn't be no problem. Now, if mm-hmm. you're not a good teacher. Maybe you need to probably go on Pornhub just to get a little few lessons. <laughs> I would say that. So I mean, oh, it's he just came from my life. Food. He came from my life on that one because I was oh, like, sorry. "Well, I'm, I'm a, I think I'm a good teacher." But he said, "If you cannot improve this motherfucker that's bad at sex, and that's your motherfucker problem." And I'm like, "You know what? You might be right. <laughs> you may be right because they are doing everything I'm asking them to do, and if they're not improving, that's on me." So you're right. <laughs> I I accept that. But I was going to go with the partner who has great sex, but extremely limited in what they do, because as long as that one thing that they can do, get me to what I need to go to, that is all that I need. And anything outside of that, I could find another motherfucker. Long as that True. that's my primary, and you 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 see a need and you feel that need. That's <laughs> we good. We are good and Gucci. And all the other things, if you're open to it, I will I would just step out. And let you know who I'm going to see, so you know what's going on, and they'll feel those other needs. You don't have to do it, baby, because you know what you're good at, and I love what you're good at, and what you are good at is great to me, and I want that when I come back. Okay. (laughs) I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm talking to you. You over there? As long as you're good at what you're doing, I love you, boo. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's do. One more. Uh, we'll do this as a um, a sex question, and then we'll just end this episode because we have been on long enough. You ready? Sure, I'm ready. Describe your wildest sex dream. If you don't remember your dreams, then make one up. Ooh. Oh, actually, oh, there was a 
it wasn't wild. It was just crazy. No, no, no. It was recent. It was like a few days ago. Oh, I'm even I was more scared. No, it was just me in doggy style. I was, I was, of course, I was the bottle, and I was in doggy style. This guy, and he just came into me twice, but it was nothing crazy. Oh. I think I did give him oral, gave him some, gave him some head, but that's about it. But I think we had sex like in the woods, though, in a ditch, Ooh. actually. Yeah, I, I was like, huh? I was so confused. I was like, okay, you know, now, mm-hmm. the and the anal sex was not as painful. I mean, I felt it, but it was like. It wasn't painful, so you know I do love those sex dreams that you can feel everything that's going on because you're mm-hmm. just like I don't know where you at, <laughs> what ghost is fondling my body right now, but you doing something today? Yes, ghost. Mm-hmm. Yes, ghost. Give me what I needed. But like you know, when you said having sex in the ditch, that reminded me of a conversation from uh, a guest who was on the podcast, Vannon. He told us uh, on. It, this was in November. If you haven't listened to the episode, people, go back to November. That's November of last year. Uh, but he was telling us how he had sex in the ditch. And ever since then, I was like, would I do something like that? I I, I, I think I'm still on the fence of no, well, on the side of the fence of no. Because, like, as I age older and older, the more I don't want to do anything in public. Um, however, if I have a safe space for something like that, it might be a hell yes. Who knows? Right. But yeah, that's the thought that came up. Uh, for me, I will say um, my most vivid, let's go with that instead of um, mm-hmm. my um, loudest, but my most vivid sex dream happened when I was in high school. And it was a threesome. Myself, uh, a dude, and a chick. All of them were classmates. Uh, I'm not saying any names because they don't need to know they were in this damn dream. So, um, <clears throat> like, I think I was in ninth grade when this happened, probably 10th grade. Um, but I remember taking some dick and eating pussy. And the dick was good and the pussy was so delicious. And ever since that dream, I was like, I need to eat pussy and (laughs) i even remember the taste that i had in my mouth when i was doing it it was the i think it was either strawberry kiwi or the tropical punch um what is that um capri sun flavor and that's what she tasted like and i was like if this is what pussy is God, what are you doing? <laughs> like <laughs> you are making a treasure cove. <laughs> so yeah, that if there was ever a uh, a way, like within my upbringing or my uh, exploration of my sexuality, or even if there was a choice in how I express myself sexually. And it was uh, I was destined to be gay. That dream made me uh, <laughs> made me buy it. Like <laughs> <laughs> that dream right there solidified, nigga. You gonna be you gonna be eating pussy in your life, okay? I don't know how often it's going to happen, but that shit is going to happen, and you going to enjoy it all the damn time. Get you some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that was my dream. Whew, okay, on that note, because 
I don't know where the Holiloquy podcast is at this point, y'all. I I I do apologize because I'm wilding in season two. I I understand that y'all can judge me, but I also feel free. Um, you feel free as well. It's okay. Like any offenses, you know, it's all out of kind heart and all love. I don't hate you all. There's some people I dislike, but I don't like. I don't hate you all. Uh, anyways, Fortis, is there any last words that you would like to share with the audience before I close everything out? I think everyone should have a great Sunday. Stay safe, stay wild, and be free and doing what you want to do. Yes, yes. And eat you some pussy, okay? That <laughs> pussy. <laughs> if you don't like the pussy, I'm sorry. <laughs> Step your game up. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you all so much for listening to the Holy Liquid Podcast. Oh, well, hold up. Before I close that out, thank you, Fortis, for coming on to the podcast. I appreciate you. And thank you for inviting me. <laughs> of course. Anyways, now back to that. Thank you all so much for listening to the Holy Liquid Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. Just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful. You are worthy of happiness and joy. You are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectations of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all and see you next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.